Hi, welcome back to Roy on Rescue. Now we had another person actually uh, email in and ask, what is the difference between abdominal thrusts, like with the Heimlich maneuver, and the chest compressions? And I'm going to break that out a little bit and just try to explain a little bit about the differences. First of all, a choking conscious victim still qualifies for abdominal thrusts. This is a person who is not able to make um, any noises other than high-pitched squeaking noises. If they're coughing forcefully, they'll just simply be encouraged to keep coughing. Um, if they can't cough, if they're showing the universal sign for choking, face is turning colors, they're obviously gagging, um, they're not able to get any air in or out, this is a person we're going to confront. Ask them if they need help. Ask them if we need to help them with the Heimlich maneuver and encourage them to understand that we know what we're doing and we can help them. If they agree to our helping them, we're going to go ahead and put them in front of us, uh, us to their backs, one foot between their feet, and then we're going to actually do inward and upward abdominal thrusts with one finger be just by the belly button, the hand just above the finger, and then inward and upward thrusts until the object comes out or the, the person actually falls unconscious. This would be indicated if the person was not pregnant. If the person was pregnant, we would go underneath the breasts onto the sternum with inward chest thrusts uh, to, to contract, to squeeze the, the ribs, the lungs, force trapped air up the airway and pop the object out. This is about, <clears throat> excuse me, 98% effective in most cases the person probably doesn't even go unconscious from it. In all the years that I was running calls on the street, most of our choking calls, the choking was relieved prior to our arrival, and we just came and checked the person out, checked lung sounds, <clears throat> let the person know if there were actual uh, abdominal thrusts or chest thrusts performed. They should probably go in to get uh, a little bit checked out to make sure all the food or object is out, and to make sure there aren't any cracked ribs or internal bleeding. <clears throat> now, if this person were to go unconscious, the new recommendations are that no one gets abdominal thrust. You might remember a long time ago, we would straddle the legs, go just above the belly button, and do inward and upward uh, abdominal thrusts, straddling the patient facing them at the head. That is no longer indicated. Now, if the person is unconscious, we activate the emergency medical services. We uh, open the airway with a head tilt chin lift, attempt two rescue breaths, ideally with a one-way valve face shield so as to protect ourselves and the victim from any infectious diseases potential. If the air does not go in, remembering the tongue is the majority of the time the thing that's blocking the airway, we're going to reposition the head, try two more breaths. If they still will not go in, if we visibly cannot see an object that we might be able to finger sweep out with a gloved hand, now we're actually going to do chest compressions. In fact, we're going to basically look like we're doing CPR. We're actually going to do that with 30 compressions, check to see if the air goes in. If air does not go in, reposition the head, try two more breaths, air still does not go in, we go back to doing chest compressions. The hand is going to be in the center of the chest between the nipples on the center of the chest or the sternum, and we're going to interlock our hands doing 30 uh, two-inch deep compressions uh, at about a second or uh, even a little bit faster than that 
to try to compress the chest, squish the lungs, force trapped air up the trachea, and pop the object out. Again, very effective. Once the object has been removed and air will go into the lungs, we're simply going to go ahead and reassess the, this person, find out what it is that they need, and give that to them. The complications with chest compressions are the same as we would have with the potential of doing CPR. Cracked ribs, separated cartilage, contusions of the lungs, the heart muscle. So this person, if they were to receive this type of treatment, should still get it, uh, go into the hospital for evaluation, make sure everything's out of their lungs so they don't have a remainder of a blockage, and make sure that they do not have internal injuries. Um, that's going to be basically the concept we're going to use for everyone that needs this type of treatment. So from Roy on Rescue, I hope this was helpful. Remember, um, you getting involved is the next best step to helping save a life. You can do it. Go forth and rescue, and we'll see you next time.